What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And uh, tonight, it's uh, our second listener request. And um, our friend Tori, she won. So uh, her pick was the Bone Collector. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Yep. And uh, not really a horror movie, more so a thriller, just kind of like how Disturbia was. But yeah, exactly. It's all under the same umbrella, so we're yep. going to roll with it. Exactly. Uh, so it's only been a couple of days since we last talked on here. Have you uh, been up to anything interesting? Yeah, and I just want to give a little uh, uh, notice before we start this. The If we seem a little distracted, it's because the NFL draft is tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we might... I have. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I have it on mute on my TV That's what right I was, was going to tell you to do that, <laughs> so we can see if anything exciting happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both our teams don't draft till late in the draft, so uh, we might be done this by the time our team drafts, so who knows. With any luck. But yeah. Anyway, um, I did watch a couple of things this week. Yeah. Um, as you know, I, print, I got that list of uh, ultimate horror list in movies. Yeah, and it has like <clears throat> over six hundred movies on it. So I I knocked a couple off, as I told you. Yeah. Um, the one I watched tonight was a movie called uh, the fuck is it called? I remember. Come on, man! You just watched it. I know, but it's fucking. <laughs> it's a weird name. Um, hold on. I should have wrote it down, but I didn't. Okay, I'll start with the other one I watched. <laughs> so the other one I watched was uh, the other night was American Mary. Okay, that's a good movie. I like it. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was... Uh, I thought it was going to be more gory than I thought because of like what the premise of it was. Yeah. But it actually wasn't that bad. No. Um and uh, it has the girl from Ginger Snaps, which is a fucking awesome movie. I used to watch so much as a teenager. Yeah, yeah me too. So uh, yeah, I knocked that uh, that off the list. So that nice. was uh, I liked it. Um, wasn't like perfect, but uh, it was good. Yeah, it's not a bad watch. Yeah, and uh, the one I watched tonight, I told you that it was the oldest movie I've ever seen. Okay. Um, it's from nineteen fifty nine. Okay. And it's called The Tingler. The Tingler? Yes. <laughs> and this was on that list? <laughs> it is, yeah. Okay. I don't and, remember seeing uh, that. It has what Vince. Yeah, I know. It has, it's a weird name, but it has Vincent Price in it, which like he's like a fucking legend in yeah, uh, the yeah. movie world. And it's like kind of, it's not like amazing, but it's pretty like meta for like 1959 like it really gets like the audience involved in the movie which i've like i've never really seen before like the uh the director of it like talks like to the audience before the movie and uh yeah i thought it was pretty cool for like a movie that old of you know doing that kind of meta thing yeah because that's something you wouldn't have seen until like later years you would think yeah exactly So uh, it was pretty good. Like some of like the effects in it were like 
<laughs> kind of dumb, but I mean, it's so old that you kind of had to just go with it. Yeah. 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 All so right. that's all I've really watched this week. Um, okay. What about you? Um, well, I've, I've been watching some movies off of that list too. And I've knocked three of them off now. Well, nice. two and a half, two and a half. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, the one that I watched last night that, yep. uh, I was having such trouble, like so much trouble trying to pick a movie because there's so many on that list and we're yeah. trying to knock ones off that we haven't seen. So yeah, exactly. There's like so many that I wanted to watch and I was like, oh, fuck no. Like I'm going to watch, I'm going to make sure I watch them, the ones that I haven't watched yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so you gave me, I told you just to give me a random page number and you gave me number six. Yeah. So off of that one, I picked uh humanoids from the deep. Okay. And, uh, I I honestly like I didn't hate it. Yeah, it's from I think seventy. Uh, fuck, let me just double check. Oh, sorry, nineteen eighty. It was from okay. And uh, <clears throat> I was telling you last night. Like, ironically enough, I just watched the uh, the final episode of um, Cursed Films. Yeah, yeah. And it was about like. Vic Morrow's death and Vic Morrow was actually in this humanoids from the deep. Yeah. That's crazy. Whatever you said that I was like, wow, what a coincidence. Yeah. It was super ironic. Um, but yeah, it wasn't a terrible movie. Yeah. It's about, uh, it's about these like evolved salmon that like turn into these like fish people kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds interesting. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. Some of the gore was pretty good considering like the year that it came from. Oh, really? It was, yeah, it was pretty convincing. Nice. One scene, a guy gets like half his face ripped off and it actually looked pretty good. That's cool. Was it, uh, that's cool. Yeah. What else did you watch? Uh, um, this morning I watched terror train. Okay. And, uh, I've seen that one on lists before, but I've never gotten around to watching it. Yeah, I haven't heard of that one. I don't think. It wasn't bad. It was kind of boring. It was also from 1980. Yeah. But it was it was like a one location slasher. Like these people are all stuck on a train for a New Year's Eve party and just a guy killing them all. Oh, okay. But, it, it was better I mean, than Derailed though, right? Yes. Much, <laughs> much better than Derailed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the one that I started this afternoon, I only watched half of it. Yeah. And uh, this is one that I see all the time. And it's by Dario Argento, who is like a fucking Italian uh, horror god, basically. Yeah, he's a guy that I really wanted to get into because like, yeah. everyone talks about him. And I don't think I've seen like any of his style of movies. Um, yeah. So what? which one did you watch? I watched uh, Deep Red. Okay, I did see that one on the list. Yeah. So it's from 1975. Yeah, I mean it, it. It had like really good ratings, so I was like, "Ah, shit, I'll just watch that." Yeah, like it's got a seven point six on IMDb and eighty nine on Metascore. So yeah, nice. It's good. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it started off kind of boring, like I was telling you, but it kind of picked up. But I ended up having to shut it off because Brady came back in the house. Nice. And we also finished Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great show, hate- but so bad. I- I hate admitting that, uh, well, we both watched it. I know. (laughs) Whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. It's one of those guilty pleasures. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got for that. So I will head over to the podcast shout outs. 
Um, I mean, we just did these a couple days ago, but uh, I mean, it's kind of a staple of our episodes now. So you guys are going to hear it again. Um, First and foremost, it's a horror podcast. Like I said in our last episode, these guys are on a bit of a hiatus right now. Well, not a hiatus, but just uh, in between seasons break. Uh, I'm not sure when they're coming back. I was just talking to Wes the other night and there's some pretty exciting stuff coming up from uh, from what we were talking about, not just with them, but uh, with some other stuff too. But yep. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into that right now. Exactly. Uh, next up is we are horrified. Oh, excuse me. Um, I just saw. I think they have a pretty big movie coming up at the start of May. Yeah, that's what I'm checking because I just saw it today and I was. I think they have mid. I think they're doing Midsummer. No, they're doing uh, Cloverfield. Right, no, right, right. That's at the end of the month. Oh, sorry. okay, yeah, yeah. So that's coming out on the 27th. And uh, Cabin in the Woods is their first episode of May. Oh, okay, that was it. Yeah. So those are two that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. And uh, they also have new merch out, and it's pretty fucking sick. It is good merch. Right? Yeah, it's fucking I, sick. I wouldn't mind getting it. Yeah. <clears throat> and next is We Love Horror. Uh, I just messaged Michael from, from them today to see when their sixties episodes dropping, but he hasn't gone back to me yet, but keep an eye out for that one. It should be good. Yeah. And lastly is a creepy crap podcast. Our buddy Daniel from down in Australia. Uh, he just released a new episode on 47 meters down uncaged. Yeah. And, um, I listened to it this morning or yesterday yeah i listened to it uh, today as well yeah and uh i finally listened to the Bagman episode and fuck i need to watch (laughs) i need to watch that movie asap yeah (laughs) i know it's such a ridiculous concept that it almost sounds like it might be all right yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) definitely one we can have fun with yeah yeah and that's it for shout outs so if you want to, uh, we'll hop into this then. Yep, let's get into it. kind of opens up with uh like uh oh, the, yes slow down dog oh shit sorry i'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself <laughs> i guess you are we missed the synopsis the director the cast ah who needs that for this one <laughs> <laughs> all right um so yeah we'll start off with the synopsis so a quadriplegic ex-homicide detective and his partner try to track down a serial killer who is terrorizing new york city and uh I don't really like this synopsis because it's kind of misleading. It is. In my opinion. It is. But uh, we'll get into that after. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was directed by Philip Noyce. And this is a guy, he's had some really big movies, but they're like super spaced out. Yeah. Um, like his last theatrical movie was The Giver, 
which is from 2014. So six years ago. Yeah. Um, he's got a couple that are in production right now, but, uh, still, I mean, that's a six year, six year span where there's been nothing really other than like TV movies and shit. Uh, he also directed salt, which is actually another Angelina Jolie movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and this movie came out 10 years ago. Like I remember, I remember vividly when this movie came out. I can't believe it's been that long. Uh, and then he did The Saint with Val Kilmer, and he also did Patriot Games, which is an older one that's really good. Yeah. So a lot of his movies are kind of the same kind of style. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, he's definitely an action director. Uh, the cast, um, starting off, I mean, the man, the myth, the legend, Denzel Washington. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> he played Lincoln. Um, I can give you a list of his movies, and but, I mean, I don't really think he needs them. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, if you don't know who Denzel is, then have you ever watched a movie? Uh, but yeah, he's been in Training Day, Man on Fire, John Q, Deja Vu, The Book of Eli, and just like an absolute plethora of others. Yeah, everything. And pretty much. I'm p- pretty sure I love every single one of his movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Except for one, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, the next. Next one on the cast list is Angelina Jolie. Like I said before, uh, she played Amelia. Um, she's She was the star of Salt, um, which was, like I said, another Philip Noyce movie. Yeah. Uh, she was in Gone in 60 Seconds, yeah. which is probably one of my favorite movies of hers. I, I love that movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, she was in Wanted, uh, the two Maleficent movies. She was Laura Croft in all the to- Tomb Raider movies. And like just another name that doesn't really need any introduction. Yeah. Those Tomb Raider movies are like not that great, but they're just fucking fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Next is Queen Latifah. So she's a a R&B rapper turned actress. Yeah. That I'm sure everybody knows as well. Yeah. Um, She played Thelma. And she's been in Hairspray, Bringing Down the House, Taxi, Chicago, and a few others that I didn't bother writing down. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, <clears throat> Bringing Down the House is probably like my favorite movie of hers that I can like, yeah. think of off the top of my head. Um, she hasn't really been in a lot of good movies. No, in my no. opinion. But I think she was in that I mean, one with a lot Com- of them are- like Common. I think she was in a movie with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I forget what that was called, but I do remember that. Yeah. Uh. The next is Ed O'Neill. He played Polly. Uh, he's most famous for Married with Children and more recently Modern Family. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's also in one of my childhood favorite movies, The Little Giants. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Shit. He was the uncle. Yeah. He got uh, pushed through the the window in his living room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was also in Wayne's World 1 and 2. And... Next is Michael Rooker. Sorry, I know I'm going through a lot of them, but like this cast is yeah, there's a lot of fucking, people. Yeah, it's it's an all star cast. Uh, so yeah, Michael Rooker he played Cheney, and he's in Guardians of the Galaxy, both of them. Yeah, um, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, Slither, Brightburn, Fantasy Island, and the Belco Experiment. He was in Brightburn. Yeah, what? I don't think he had a big role in it. I don't even remember but. him in it. 
Yeah, I'd have to rewatch it to remember him. It's just one of the ones that was like right at the top of the list. So. Yeah, probably the first thing I remember seeing him in was uh, Malt Rats. Oh yeah, true, eh? Yeah, yeah. And then like probably that. the like biggest thing I've I seen him in was uh, The Walking Dead. Probably. Yeah, true. I forgot to write that down. Uh, man, this is my last one. Uh, <laughs> I had I wasn't gonna put him in, but I had to. Dude, dude, you have to. He's the fucking best actor. He's the best. <laughs> he's just the best. He's amazing. Yeah, he is. Uh, Mr. Luis Guzman. Yeah, and he played Eddie. And this guy has been in so many movies, <laughs> and I don't think he's been the star of any of them. No, no. He's he's literally like always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like He's always just a supporting actor, but he's amazing. I love him. Yeah. Um, so some of his movies are Waiting, Traffic, uh, Boogie Nights, Keanu, and The Last Stand. Yeah. Among many, many more. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So this that's it. Cool. So now you can hop into the movie discussion. <laughs> Why, thank you, Mark. <laughs> uh okay so again bone collector from 1999 um we'll be getting into spoilers so if you haven't seen it uh yeah just go and watch it i guess so the movie opens up with a bunch of lincoln rhymes books he's uh denzel's character there he's at he's at a crime scene and like um, some of the articles that are showing like during the opening is like a cop convicted article, just like um, pictures from books and stuff like that. So Lincoln's like at a crime scene in a subway. He's crawling under uh, fallen concrete to get to a body. He gets to it and it has like a bullet in its head. And then some concrete falls from above him and it crushes him. And then he wakes up in a bed sweating, and this is where you learn that he's a quadriplegic. And then it cuts to a husband and wife that are leaving the airport. They're taking a cab home. They realize that they're in the totally wrong neighborhood, and they ask the driver to stop, but he just won't listen to them. And they keep saying, like, hey, we're not tourists. Like, we're from here. We know where we are. Like, this Mm -hmm. isn't where we're supposed to be going. So he won't listen to them. They try unlocking the doors and stuff, but they're locked. The husband like tries to unlock it, but like a, a spike pops out of the the lock instead of like just the lock, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're getting taken away and it cuts back to Lincoln. Uh, this is where you meet Thelma. She's like looking after him. She's like his kind of like staying nurse, I guess like something like that. Yeah kind of weird like it's like she lives there but yeah um sort of cut away from this movie but have you seen uh the movie with uh kevin hart and uh brian cranston that came out a couple years ago mm-hmm. where uh cranston plays like uh, a quadriplegic oh no i haven't watched that one actually right. it's pretty good actually yeah um so yeah and like that movie kevin hart gets hired to be like his kind of like nurse for so it's kind of like the same role that that uh Thelma plays in this okay so she's looking after him and there's like a falcon out his window and there's like another cop in there and uh they kind of like talk about the falcon a bit but i don't really understand what the falcon's supposed to represent in this movie 
I don't know, man. I was trying to figure that out too because it it shows up quite a bit throughout yeah. the movie. Yeah, and, and then just, like spoiler alert, like at the very end of the movie, it just, like flies away, and then it's like you're supposed to like feel something, but like I don't know what it's supposed <laughs> to represent in this movie. Yeah, like I don't know if if like falcons have some sort of m- mythical sort of thing or like uh, I don't know. Yeah, because like yeah, they mentioned here that um falcons are like around new york so much because of all like the old buildings are like drawn to the way they're shaped yeah but don't really know what its connection is to uh to denzel's character Mm -hmm. so you learn that uh lincoln has movement in one finger his like index finger uh two shoulders in his head and basically he just wants to die he doesn't want to become a vegetable at all. So the doctor finally agrees to do it on Sunday. And uh, Denzel like, doesn't ca- call it like suicide. He just calls it like, I don't know, like passing over or moving on, whatever. He had a term for it, but I can't remember. Yeah, what it was. same with me. Yeah. So uh, the next scene, it cuts to uh, Amelia. This is Angelina Jolie's character. She's leaving like her kind of, I don't know, I guess boyfriend's house, but he's more like a, a fuck boy <laughs> because yeah. she, he wants to be a couple with her, but she can't commit. And, uh, the guy that plays him, he's like been in a few like small role movies. Like I think he was like the one husband on Ant-Man and he's been in a few okay, other yeah. small movies. Yeah. So we learned that she's transferring to youth services uh, she gets a call to go check out something a kid found at uh, some like a uh, train, old train tracks. She gets there. There's a hand in the ground with like a finger kind of missing and has like a ring on it. Mm-hmm. And then she like moves some rocks around and it's the husband from the cab. And then she looks over at uh, the train tracks and there's like a pile of sand. There's a bolt on top of like a paper and there was like a train coming and then she like flashes her flashlight and I don't know how she made it stop, but it stopped like right before it crushed the uh, evidence, I guess. Yeah. Cause it only had like maybe 50 meters to stop. Yeah. And, I, and it was still going I'm pretty fast a, to be honest. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not a train engineer, but I, I think <laughs> they need a little bit more time than that. Yeah. And then she finds some footprints in the dirt and then she like puts a dollar bill beside it. And like, I, I didn't understand this at all. That's uh, I've seen that in other cop shows and stuff like that. I think it's like, like for size, like they compare it to the size of the dollar bill. All right. Well, if you've seen it, cause I hadn't seen that before. So I was like, kind of like, how the fuck do they figure that out? (laughs) So, um, Yeah, so then it cuts to the killer and he's like taking the wife into like a kind of basement building and he's uh, chaining her up. Mm -hmm. So next we meet uh, Michael Rooker. He plays the chief. I think it's like uh, Chaney is his name, his last name. He's like kind of an asshole, but I mean, it's Michael Rooker. He plays an asshole in like everything he does. (laughs) He's such a dick. He is. I, I, I didn't like him in this movie. I mean, it's obviously a role that he's really good at. But I mean, his character was just, I was like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. So he's at uh, Lincoln's apartment. He's like telling Lincoln about everything that's happened. 
He's about to show him like the crime scene, but then Lincoln starts having a, a seizure and a seizure, and then he has like trouble breathing and stuff. So they have to like put like a, a breathing mask on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Falcon shows up again at his window, um, and then they bring Amelia to Lincoln's place, and this is where we learn that the dollar bill means that his shoe size is a ten. I don't understand how they figure that out, but I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, just in reference to the size. I'm yeah. Guessing. Yeah. <clears throat> so during all this, like there's like way too much info to track, like, cause they figure out what time he's going to kill her. But it's like, t- it's so hard to keep track of like, cause like, uh, Denzel's character is going so quickly, like figuring stuff out. And they figure this is how they figure out that he's going to kill her at 4 p.m. And they figure out that they need to know where all the asbestos cleanups are like happening in the city. So they kind of narrow down to like three buildings where there's asbestos that they're cleaning up in the city. And then Louise Guzman's character comes in. He plays like a lab technician which is like not really believable, but whatever. <laughs> and then like, oh, you saying he's not smart. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> and then like the whole like precinct just like shows up in his apartment. Like they're setting up like boards and like computers and just everything in his apartment. It's like, man, why? I know it's just crazy. Fucking bring him to the police station. <laughs> yeah. And like Lincoln's setup is so unbelievable. Like, I know. I don't mean like, unbelievable isn't good i mean like it's it's yeah. literally unbelievable yeah like to have in his apartment like all the shit that he has it's just like there's no way yeah. it just feels like just a massive set like it doesn't feel like a real mm-hmm. place it just feels like oh this yeah. is definitely just a movie set that they set up yeah i agree so then they're talking about uh denzel's talking to everyone he's saying that the killer likes old things he uses like old paper he has an old gun uh, the body was hidden in an old train area. And then they figure they, uh, Luis Guzman like analyzes the sand that was left there and there's like shellfish in it. And then uh, somehow like Lincoln, like I don't does all this investigative like thinking, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he figures out that the woman is on uh, Pearl street because it has like oyster shells, like in the beach that was right beside it, I guess. Yeah, because he had had like a case like years ago or something that was similar to it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like so he says it's like at the Woolworth building is where where she's being taken. Yeah, and we learn that Lincoln is still on active duty. He's still getting paid, even though he's just sitting at home. He has a sister he doesn't talk to. Mentions that quickly, and then it shows. Uh, Amelia and like two other cops, um, like driving to the the next, uh, like the crime scene, and like the truck they're driving is like straight at like Dukes of Hazard. Like they're in fucking <laughs> New York City. Why do they have this fucking beat up like <laughs> old truck? <laughs> I was laughing so hard. So it cuts the killer. He has the the woman chained up, and he's like taking a bolt out of the pipe. And Lincoln finds out that the the bolt they found at the crime scene was used for steam pipe assemblies, like back in like the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. 
Yeah. And it cuts back to the killer and he's like moving the pipe to face the woman chained up. Lincoln tells them that he's at Wall and Nasso and that he's he'll uh bet his legs on it. <laughs> <laughs> so Amelia is at the crime scene and she has like kind of like a headset on and she's talking to Lincoln through this uh headset. And Lincoln is making Amelia go down into the crime scene first and alone, which I thought was yeah, kind of so dumb stupid. to be honest. Like what if the killer is still down there? Well, exactly. And, like, and she's like, <clears throat> she's like just a beat cop right now. Like she's, yeah, exactly. she's not a detective or anything like that. Like she's yeah. basically like in cop terms, like the lowest of the low almost. Yeah. Like at least have someone go down there with her. Who is like actually like a CSI guy or something. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, she goes down there and then uh, everyone comes down and they're like looking for, her and then, there's a cement wall like with a pipe and it's all like covered up and there's like three or four cops like beside this cement wall and Amelia's like away from it. Then all of a sudden Amelia's like, Oh wait, you hear that? And she like goes right up to like the wall and you can hear the girl <laughs> crying. I was like, how does she hear that? But the other people don't. Yeah. Anyway, so they're trying to get through, but at four o'clock comes around and the steam pipe, like activates at this specific time and it uh, kills the the wife. So they didn't make it in time. They break down the wall and then they send Amelia, Amelia in alone again to look mm-hmm. through everything. She refused at first. Yeah. Yeah. Then. Yeah. So everything's like boiled. It like smells and Lincoln's like walking her through the crime scene and like showing her like how to do everything, like collect evidence. Like this is such a huge case and they're getting someone who isn't even a crime scene detective to do it. Like this is like one thing that pissed me off through the whole movie. <laughs> and he's like telling her like how to bag it and stuff like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. come on, man. He's like, he's like training her through a headset. Yeah. Like you said, like this is something that she needs someone right beside her to walk her through, to show her what to do. Yeah, exactly. Not someone over a friggin' headset that (laughs) can't see what she's doing. Yeah, exactly. So she finds like a bone with like hair on it. There's like another bloody bone beside it. He wants her to examine the body and then like cut off her hand. But like, why? And she even says it. She's like, I'm not a a fucking uh, coroner or whatever. Like, yeah. What is she going to do with this body? She's just a, like you said a a beat cop or whatever it's like so she doesn't want she freaks out and leaves she won't cut out the hand off which is like believable Mm -hmm. so she leaves the killer is still going around they know that the killer is a cab driver because they know that uh the husband and wife left the airport in a cab and like through the whole movie, they don't once investigate the cab companies. That's true. Eh? I never even which, thought of that. That was probably the thing that pissed me off the most. Like, go interview the You'd fucking think. cab companies and figure out who this guy is. Yeah. So Amelia's back at her apartment, and you find out that her dad was a cop, and you kind of guess he was killed. This is like another thing that kind of pissed me off of the movie. You don't really, they don't touch on her relationship with her dad at all. 
they don't touch on it, but he he uh, committed suicide. Oh, okay, I missed that little part then. So that's why, like this, like spoiler alert again. Later on, she finds out that Lincoln plans on doing this assisted suicide, and it like really affects her. Right. Okay, I I missed that part then. I didn't catch that. So she's at her apartment. There's like someone like turning the doorknob. So she goes out and like no one's there. And then all of a sudden the one cop, he's at the window, which I didn't understand why. Like if he's just the fucking cop, just knock on the door, like a fucking normal person. <laughs> like <laughs> they're just like yeah, making us like a kind of like scary scene, but that didn't need to be there. Yeah, exactly. So there's going to be another victim. Lincoln figures out. Cuts to a guy at a bar. He's like getting a cab home. The cops say that someone saw him get bludgeoned by a flashlight and then taken away in a cab. Again, like did they not get the license plate or the cab number? And yeah. they're still not investigating the cab companies, which is fucking dumb. <laughs> so the victim's chained up. The killer like cuts a big gash in his leg. The... Uh, the bone with the hair that they found at the last crime scene is a cow bone and it had a paper little paper hidden inside it. Mm-hmm. It cuts back to the, the victim. There's like rats gathering around him and like starting to eat at him. And then like a rat like jumps at him and like the, <laughs> the, the CGI for the rat looks so bad. Oh my God. Yeah, it was terrible. And then it cuts back to Lincoln. He's like having another seizure and Thelma explains to them that the seizures, like any time they, it can make him a vegetable pretty much. So it's kind of a scary thing for him to go through. They find the next crime scene. And of course they're sending Amelia in alone again. And the chief is on his way there and he's, he wants to send ESU in, which I'm not sure what that stands for. Guessing like uh, yeah, something unit. Emergency services unit. That maybe. makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure though. So she finds the body. There's like rats covering him. And then she tries to throw a rock at them, but they don't <laughs> move. And then like, she just fucking shoots a rat for no reason. <laughs> this scene, like I watched it. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, like, you know, everything that's going on. Yeah. You're a cop. Yeah. Like if you're going to fire your gun, yeah. at least like get on the radio and say like, Hey guys, I'm gonna fire my gun, so don't come rushing yeah, in here. Exactly, that I'm dying. So, yeah. Like she just fuck, like you said, just shoots a freaking rat that's on a pipe to scare away the rest of yeah. them. Like surely there's a better like, way. If to she would have walked up like a normal person and like kicked at them or dumped, done something like that, they would have laughed. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, so he has like a big gash in his leg, right down to his bone. And like this cop, this part was so this made me cringe so bad, like. She acts all scared and stuff, and then as soon as the other cops come, she just like changes like character immediately. She's like, oh, "I gotta uh, scan the room and do all this." It's like, yeah, like I don't think Angelina did a very good job in this movie. Like, I'll get more into that in my review. Yeah, but especially this part. Like, she just changes like get a snap of her fingers. Mm-hmm. So she finds a matchbox with uh, paper in it again, and. She's like a fucking pro already, man. Like, can't believe it. Well, no wonder why they keep sending her in. I know, right? Fuck. (laughs) People go through 10 years of fucking work just to get to where she got in a day. Yeah, really. 
So the chief arrests Amelia kind of, and takes her to the precinct. He, uh, he takes like the evidence bag that has the matchbox in it. And he says, he's going to take a look for prints on it. But she says, Oh, he won't find anything on it. And then they end up finding a print on it. And it's a cab driver with prior convictions. So he leaves, he leaves her right at his desk for some reason. They get to the place and then the cab driver's dead and he has like a fingerprint missing and they're like, oh, that explains the fingerprint. And it cuts back to Amelia and she's like stealing the tiny piece of paper from the evidence bag. Yeah. And like, did like the whole cop station leave and just leave her there to steal shit? <laughs> like, <laughs> you would think. That's what it looks like. So Amelia brings it back to Lincoln's place. And like this part was so fucking awkward, man. I don't know if you felt the same way, but she's like at the bed with him and she's like, here, look at this. And he's like, what? She's a piece of paper. And she's like, no, you just smell it. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she like takes it out of the bag (laughs) with tweezers and she's like putting it towards him and then she fucking drops it. Like (laughs) fucking cop. Are you man? Come on. And like, she's telling him to smell it. And it's like, and then they don't talk for like, it felt like 10 minutes. And it's like, okay is this it's like they're is this supposed to be like sexy like i don't understand this at all yeah that's what i was just gonna say like it it almost looks like they're trying to create sexual tension between yeah like it was so weird oh my god another thing too like a piece of paper that small like for people who haven't seen this movie this piece of paper is like smaller than your pinky finger yeah it's really like you're not gonna smell kerosene on that i don't think i don't think so no like it's so small. Like, oh. <laughs> anyway, so Chief Cheney shows up at the apartment. Thelma won't let him in. He says he's gonna come back with a, a warrant to look through. Then it cuts to an old man and his granddaughter. They're leaving the airport, and uh, I didn't look it up, but the granddaughter in this, she looks so familiar. Yeah, I fr- I meant to look that up too. Whenever I was looking through the cast, she. Oh fuck keep going i'm gonna okay you look it up so um they're in the cab they get in the cab with the the killer they get pulled over by cop and the cop comes up to him he's like hey you didn't have like your uh cab registration or something like that and then all of a sudden the fucking killer just shoots the cop right in downtown new york city yeah there's no way that happens i know like oh it's whenever that happened i was just like really there's nobody around i know that's gonna act as a witness to this and like it's in downtown new york city like yeah like i've been in new york a couple times and there is cops literally everywhere yeah like there's no way this guy gets away with it so um i found that girl though yeah where's she from uh so this was her actual first movie oh really like first acting credit yeah and then in 2000, she was in Snow Day. That's which is it. A great movie. That's definitely yeah. where I've seen her from. And uh, the year after, she was in Max Keeble's Big Move. Uh, and she was in The Shaggy Dog later on. But yeah. So she was like a child actor. She yeah. hasn't been in too, too much. But yeah. Snow Day was That's fucking was. awesome. I loved that Me movie. Me too. Uh, <laughs> all right. <then>. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, the killer shoots a cop. And, uh, so the, you learn that the witness didn't get the license plate, but 
they saw him speeding away with him in the back. So again, they still know it's a cab driver, but they still don't investigate anything else. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. I love this movie. I know you do, man. So good. So they're back at... uh, (laughs) They're back at Lincoln's place, and they're like... They have three pieces of paper on, like, um, Lincoln's, like, computer screen or whatever. And they're trying to figure out what it looks like. And then like all of a sudden Thelma is like, Oh, turn this one this way. She's like, Hey, it's a woman's face. It's like, how the fuck does this nurse figure this out? Like these people. She's a, she's a puzzle master. I guess so. So yeah, it's a woman's face and uh, Lincoln realizes it's, it's an author of an old book. So Amelia, like that's yeah. Uh, fuck i don't know like i you and i both read we read quite a few books and like like how do you remember that like it's not even an author it's like the publish it's the publishing yeah uh company yeah that it's their logo it's like holy fuck come on yeah and it's like okay yes lincoln did mention in this movie i think that he's read or maybe he mentions it later on i forget but at some point he mentions like he's read like over a thousand books and he's like written 12 books or whatever. So, okay, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, he would recognize that maybe, but still. Yeah. So Amelia goes to the library and uh, cue the creepy librarian who you suspect as a serial killer because he looks like one. <laughs> I'm surprised there's not a bone collector too with him being the, the killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yes. <laughs> So Amelia goes to the uh, like true crime section. She's like looking through and then she just like knocks over all the books. And then when she guess the book that fucking flips over in the front <laughs> is the fucking name of the movie, the bone yeah. collector. She's like, Oh, <laughs> that looks interesting. And she opens it and all the pictures in it is what the murders have been so far. Yeah, it's like, man, this movie. I thought like, not that this scene was cool, but like that, like I thought that this part was kind of cool in a way that that like the serial killer is like going basically verbatim, yeah. with his killings of what this book is. Like I feel like, but this like has been, I've seen this in another sorry, movie. I couldn't find. <laughs> did you hear Siri? I well? did. Fuck. Fucking Siri. <laughs> uh, um. I feel like I've seen this like in another movie. I'm not saying this is copying that movie, but I feel like I've seen that um, kind of way they've done it before. Yeah. yeah, maybe. So yeah, the last picture in the book is an old man and a girl like being hung by a rope in a river by like a bridge by the killer. So they call it in and they're all like searching for them. They got helicopters and stuff. And then of course the one to find them is Amelia. And she saves them. And then she finds a cop badge with a subway map and another bone. Uh, near Hold them. on. Let, let's back this up a little okay. bit. She saved the do- the granddaughter. Yeah. The grandfather was already dead. Oh, he was. Yeah. And so they pull out the granddaughter. Yeah. <clears throat> she gets on the, on the fucking walkie or the headset with uh, Lincoln again. Yeah. He tells her exactly where yeah. this, this like, 
trinket's going to be. Yeah, exactly where. Yeah, he has no idea what this place looks she like. She even said, and he says, like, "Oh, this subway map doesn't look like anything in New York City." And then Lincoln, like, "Oh, blah 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 blah." He's like, "Oh, go check the oil tanks." Yeah, like, what? Where the fuck have these oil tanks been? Yeah, and like, sure enough, she goes and checks where the oil tanks are, and there they are. Yeah. So yeah, she finds that stuff. The chief Cheney shows up and he like wants to arrest her and he's like talking to like a bunch of people. And then he's like, okay, arrest her. And then they like look up and is like, Oh, where'd she go guys? And it's like, man, like, <laughs> fuck. And it's like this whole movie reminds me of like on South park when they'll be like, the, like the cops will be like, Oh, polar bears are in Alaska, Alaska. There's ice. And like just doing this stupid fucking yeah. like, link to everything it's like man. It's so true so uh amelia gets down to the subway and there's like a bunch of like trains down there and she sees like all these numbers on the train and then she like it does this like really dramatic zoom on the train number yeah and this part is so dumb man she's like thinking of like everything in lincoln's apartment and then she like remembers his like badge number. It's like how that does she, saw she on a plaque. remember that? It's like six numbers, and she like puts it all together. It's like, oh man. She's like, oh, he's going for Lincoln now. Yeah. So she figures out that he's going to kill uh, Lincoln. So it cuts to Lincoln's apartment. There's like a knock on the door. Thelma goes to open it, and she opens it, and she's like, oh, what are you doing here? And then I think I think it's Cheney, but doesn't really show it. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, Cheney's dead. The killer's behind him, and then he stabs Thelma, and she's dead. And then like Lincoln is like, "Oh Thelma, are you there? Like you there?" And then the killer comes out, and he has like a briefcase like full of like tools and shit like that, and. Uh, so basically you find out that Lincoln wrote a report about a guy that killed six people and he was a former cop, I think. And it got him sent oh, he's to jail. A doctor. I think he was a doctor. Was it a doctor? Oh, no, wait, maybe. No, no, no. Sorry. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He was six. He was suspected of doctoring evidence to obtain yeah, false yeah, murder convictions. My bad. Sorry. So, so yeah, he's, uh, He's about to kill like Lincoln. He breaks Lincoln's like only good finger he has. And then Lincoln like crushes his hand with his bed. Oh fuck. That's part of Yeah, that was like when that happened, I like Yeah, I mean I was like, oh shit. I was like, swear to God, if he pulls his hand away and his fingers like get all fucking torn off, man. That (laughs) that's honestly what I thought. I was actually hoping for it because there's been nothing in this movie the whole time. So I was like, (laughs) yes. And then they, they kind of like, they start fighting and stuff like that, like on the ground. And like, this guy's getting his ass kicked by a fucking quadriplegic. Like, yeah. so not believable. <laughs> At one point, Lincoln like bites his neck out. And then the guy's about to stab Lincoln, but uh, Amelia shows up and shoots him. And uh, the killer's dead. Saves the day once again. Yep. Um, so a few months later, they're like having Christmas at Link's place. There's like a bunch of people there, including like Lincoln's sister. 
And then uh, <laughs> Amelia is like sitting beside him. And she grabs his hand and they have this like awkward, like look at each other. Yeah. And apparently they're like together, which is like uh, totally not believable. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Like earlier on in the movie, Sarah was watching it with me for a little bit and she's like, like, do they love each other? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. She's like, he's so old. I was like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and uh, then the movie ends. And yeah. that's the way the blood splatters. And yeah, so, uh, very little bit of it. And the fucking music at the end. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't know. Like shitty, romantic, like slow music. Like, yeah, I hated it so much. <laughs> This whole end scene, like, it did not need to happen at all. No. Like, who cares if they're having a freaking Christmas party? Who cares if his sister and nephew show up? Yeah. Like, nobody cares. No. Like, like at, at this point in the movie, like, just end it whenever she shoots the guy. I don't, like, it, it yeah. would have been a better ending because nobody gives a fuck no about it. No one believes this being Christmas. this romance between them. <laughs> and then, like, this is like a horror thriller movie, and you have slow romantic like it's a fucking rom-com like yeah no anyway <laughs> that's fucking bone collector god damn it uh yeah and as you can tell we really enjoyed this movie yeah we're uh <laughs> tory we're fucking sorry yeah but god <laughs> we love you but we do not love this movie no. oh man <laughs> That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I was. So you watched it before I did. Yeah. And uh, like I'd watched it like years and years and years ago. Yeah. But, like, this is my first like, time movie watching came it. In... <clears throat> okay. Yeah. This came out like in 99. So I probably watched it like, I don't know, maybe like 2002, 2003, probably. Yeah. Like I always remember but, like, seeing this. Um. VHS cover at the movie store. Yeah. And I think it had the cover was like a a rear view mirror with like a hand hanging from it. Okay. So I think I just never watched it because I thought it was like too scary for me. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we'll just get into our yeah, reviews. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll just hop into them. <clears throat> um, so my story, I was telling you earlier today, as I was typing this up, that I changed my score for this like three times. Yeah. I originally had the story at a six out of ten. Okay. And then I was typing and typing and typing, and I was just like, there, there's no way this is a six out of ten. <laughs> Absolutely not. So I changed it again, and then I kept typing some more, and then I was like, nope. Fuck it. It's going down even lower. Wow. So I started off, or I mean, I ended off with a three out of 10. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I said, this movie's not original at all. Yeah. It's a typical nineties crime thriller. That's been made multiple times before. Yeah. Way too many things were like super far fetched. Yeah. Um, my biggest gripe with it is how Denzel brings Angelina Jolie's character into all of this and puts her on a sky high pedestal yeah. that, she does not deserve to be on just because she, she stopped a train from tampering with that. She found the crime scene. Pass it on to the real fucking people. Yeah. Like, I mean, realistically the kid found the crime scene 
And she just responded to a call. Yeah. I mean, like, and then she stopped a train by waving a flashlight at it. Like, that does not warrant her turning into, like, this fucking top detective in the city. Yeah, like, what it's what makes stupid. her so much better than everyone else? Yeah. And it's like Lincoln I, is uh, grooming her into being his replacement, pretty much, right? Yeah. And he's known her for 24 hours. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said like the serial killer was really boring as well. Yeah. <clears throat> and you don't see any of the kills really. Yeah, exactly. And lastly, I said like the only really good thing about this movie is the cast. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And then I gave the quality a four to ten. Okay. <clears throat> so I said the script is full of plot holes. The story really never gets going. The scenes that are supposed to be suspenseful are really not at all. Yeah. Uh, They seem to try and make it tense and somewhat scary at some points, but they most definitely failed at all that. And the acting was obviously good. Yeah. um, Minus Angelina Jolie. I did not like her character at all, like you said before. Uh, But, like, unfortunately, the cast was given pretty much nothing to work with. Yeah, exactly. so I gave it a three to ten for story and a four to ten for the quality. Okay. Uh, so I was very close to giving both of these a one out of ten. I kind of figured, but that. I didn't. Um, so I gave the story a two out of ten. Uh, I fucking hated this movie so much. Like Tori, I'm so 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 sorry. <laughs> we may end up liking Josh's more than this movie. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> um, so, like, nothing in this movie was believable at all. Like, maybe it was just Angelina's performance for me. Like, probably was, but anyway. Yeah. Like, shit didn't make sense to me, as we've mentioned in this whole movie. No. Like, the base story plot of this could be so cool, but I just didn't think they, like, pulled it off properly. Exactly. Like, you just don't... And Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, and like, whatever I was re- like, I was looking up all the stuff that I wanted to put for this. Yeah. Like I typed in the bone collector yeah, and, uh, the TV show popped up yeah, and I texted you like, I had no idea that there was a TV no, show, neither. but like, it might be good. I don't yeah. know. Like they might have more to work with cause it's a show rather than a movie and they don't need to wrap it up in two hours. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe but, have, <laughs> okay. Like she finds a crime scene and then she kind of has like an inkling for it. So like uh, Denzel's like, okay, well maybe we can like ease you into it. The like next crime scene, she has someone with her and she like, she builds up like her skills as a crime scene. And like maybe by the last one, have her being like, like, oh shit. Yeah. I solved this by myself. Like, but it's like, now that we're saying like maybe it would be better like as a TV show. Yeah, where they have more more to work. Yeah. So yeah, you just didn't believe Amelia Amelia's character as a CSI, like like her dad committed suicide. Like maybe her dad was a like a really good CSI, or like she has it in her blood, but they don't really talk about him at all. And I also found like it moved too quickly um, from like scene to scene, and like like things just fell into place for the characters like way too easily. Yeah. Like Denzel's just like spewing off information. He's like figuring shit out. Like he's fucking, I don't know. 
It's crazy. And like, I agree with you absolutely that like everything moves way too quick, but at the same time, like it's still a two hour movie. It is like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. (laughs) And like Amelia's character, like literally did nothing. Like fucking Denzel's character just tells her what to do basically. Yeah. And then like, finally you just don't, you don't believe the like love connection between Amelia and link. Like it's so forced. Their chemistry as actors is not good at all. Like it's, you can tell right from the get go. No, it's really not. Like, and it's weird because like they're two like all star actors. Yeah, exactly. Like you would think that they'd be good together. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> story two out of ten, and quality I also gave a two out of ten. Um, just the movie's so bad. Uh, the acting subpar. I thought Angelina did a terrible job in it. Denzel, he just works with what was written for him. To be honest. So, like, it's not entirely his fault. So, yeah. And then, like, Luis Guzman as a fucking lab scientist. Like, <laughs> bitch, please. You don't... He's not a fucking yeah. scientist. Come on, man. No. Uh, like, I think, like, yeah. the best character in the movie, as much as I hated him, was Michael Rooker's character. Yeah. He's probably, like, the best actor. He was the like, most believable one. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was wanted to say. Um. And like, there's like no, no use of makeup effects in this, like from a guy, from a killer that's like the bone collector. Like you don't really get to see any kills really. Like you said, like this movie could have Where's been so much better. And, uh, I also found like the movie just so dark. Like you don't really get to see any of like the sets. Like that's true. Like the only one you get a clear view of is Lincoln's apartment. And it's like, okay, this is clearly a fucking movie set. Like, and then like, finally like, the music, like at the end, like that just pissed me off so much. Like, oh man. So yeah, I wanted to give this a one out of 10 for both categories, but I thought it'd be slightly nice to Tori. So two out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give her a little bit extra. Yeah. And we know what her next pick's going to be for the listener review. So hopefully uh, maybe we, we can pick that one. Yeah. Yeah. And she can redeem herself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we know how we feel about it. So let's see what the guys over at Rotten Tomatoes feel about All it. All right. Uh, the critics' consensus a talented cast is wasted on a bland attempt at a suspenseful serial killer flick. So we are on the same wavelength. Yeah. All right. What do you think the critics scored it? Um, I'm going to give it like, uh, I'm going to say like a. 73 really yeah. no <laughs> the critics scored it 28 percent. what yeah dude i'm pretty sure like indb had it as like a 6.8 or something like that yeah yeah they did okay so we're not I think crazy higher than that. no i think imdb had it even higher than that i think they had it at like a seven something 28 wow okay i'm excited now yeah. Oh, sorry. IMDb had it at 6.7. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you're right. But uh, yeah, the critics scored at 28% on 85 ratings. Okay, <laughs> so we're not fucking crazy. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the audience scored at 63%. Okay. Uh, at 208, with 218,643 ratings. 
I bet you that is because, excuse me, just because the star power in it. Yeah, I agree. I was about to say, like, it's, I guarantee about 40% of that is just because Denzel's in it. 100%. But yeah, we're close to the critics on this one, which is nice to see. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So with all that being said, uh, we'll hop into our scare rating or scare section now. I'm guessing I know your answer to this, but what's your scare rating? Yeah, my scare rating is one out of ten. Uh, the movie's not scary at all. Dot dot dot. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? All right, uh, I gave it a one out of ten as well. All right, uh, I said not scary at all. Even the scenes that were supposed to be suspenseful and tense didn't do anything. Yeah, I feel like there's so many scenes in this movie where they're trying to make you. They're yeah. trying to give you that edgier seat feeling and like it just never comes ever. Yeah, agreed. And what what was your scariest scene, if any? <laughs> I tried to think of something funny to put for this one. <laughs> I put the the thought of Amelia and Link being a couple. <laughs> like <laughs> she goes to not wanting a commitment with the hot New York guy who she has sex with all the time. To being with a fucking her age. quadriplegic who's like twice her age. Yeah. Like that that's fucking terrifying to me. I mean, it is Denzel, so it is. But yeah. You can kinda see yeah, it. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you? Uh I went a little more serious than you okay. did. I just I like it's not scary at all, but like whenever she finds the body through rats all over it, like it's kind of gross. I mean the best I can give it. All right, fair enough. But I mean, again, it's nothing scary at all. Yeah. All right. You think you could survive this? Uh, <laughs> I put yes, but I barely survived. Okay. Like watching this movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That went over my head, but I like it. <clears throat> what about you? I, I, yeah. 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 I, said I, I would like if Denzel who was a quadriplegic could put up quite a good fight <laughs> I think I could handle it yeah I think so and like from what we've seen like he doesn't do anything special like he's not like yeah he doesn't have like freaking a lot of strength or anything like that like he's literally like a nerdy looking doctor kind of guy no offense if we have any listeners mm-hmm. that are nerdy looking doctor guys <clears throat> but like I don't know. He doesn't do anything like he, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's not like he chloroforms people or anything like that. He kidnaps them in a cab. Like, yeah. As soon as you open up that back cab door, I'd be kicking him in the face. Yeah, exactly. I'd actually be interested to see what Denzel thinks of this movie. That, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we end this uh, okay. podcast on something good? Yeah, we are going to. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're doing another top five list. And uh, we were going to do top five thrillers, but that's kind of too broad. And then we both at the exact same time texted each other and said top five Denzel movies. (laughs) So that's what we're doing. Hell yeah. Let's do it. And this is probably the hardest top five list I've ever had. Yeah, I think my top three or four will probably change like over time. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So let's hear your honorable mentions. All right. So my honorable mention, uh, two of these I haven't seen in a long time, but uh, Man on Fire 
I, uh, I remember that movie being fucking awesome. Uh, remember the Titans? This is a fucking classic movie. So good. And then one I haven't watched since like it first came out is uh, John Q. Okay. I just thought like the uh, the plot of that movie is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a wicked movie. So that's my uh, honorable mentions. What about you, bud? All right. So my honorable mentions, I have The Book of Eli. Okay. This made my top five list at first. Yeah. And then as I was typing in the other movie for my honorable mention, I was like, no, I got to switch these. Yeah. So just know it's like right on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. It's almost All of his fucking heart, man, to be honest. It is. It is. Like he's got like 20 movies that I could put in the top five. Yeah. Probably. Um, The next one is Flight. I haven't seen that one, actually. Oh, it's really good. Uh, Safe House with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, you might kick me in the nuts for this. Maybe, I don't know, but American Gangster I put in the honorable mentions. Wow. This is yeah. a really surprising honorable mentions, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um Inside Man, the Manchurian candidate, and I had Remember the Titans as well. Yeah. A lot of movies. All right, let's hear your top five or your number five. All right, so my number five is Unstoppable. Okay. Um I just thought it was a really good movie and like Chris Pine is probably like the, probably the main guy in this movie, but I thought it was a really good, uh, like action kind of thriller movie. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I think it's, I forget if it's based on a true story or not. Anyway. Uh, I'm not sure. I know the taking of Pelham one, two, three is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, my number five. All right. My number five, and this is the one that beat out the Book of Eli, was uh, The Equalizer. Okay, nice. I love this movie. This is almost like... Yeah. Like, Denzel's, like, really gritty in this He one. is. That's why I fucking love this movie. I, I really enjoy it. I haven't watched the second one yet, surprisingly. Uh, I would stay away from it. Oh, really? It's It's not bad, but it's not that good. It doesn't live up to the first one? No way. No. Okay. Like the the villain in it and like the end scene, like the last like twenty minutes of it, it was just fucking stupid. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I would watch it like because I don't know, just to say you have, but I didn't think it was that great. Okay. All right. What's your number four? Uh, my number four is the Book of Eli. Um, okay. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, like a while, but I just remember it being fucking amazing. I gotta revisit this one, but uh, I think it has like a few people in it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I like this movie a lot from what I remember. Like you said, it's hard to <laughs> narrow all these fucking movies down. What's your number four? Uh, Deja Vu. I don't know if I've seen that one. Like, I think, I think I have, like I looked at, looked it up on IMDb, but I just couldn't remember if I've seen it or not. Yeah. There was a time where this one and Man on Fire, like I yeah. watched them like constantly, like back and forth. Really? Like, just constantly go through them. Yeah. I love them. Nice. Because, like, yeah, all of, like, Denzel's, like, kind of, I don't know if it's, like, his prime, because he's, he's never really had, like, a prime. But, like, I feel like... It's, like, his whole career's been a prime. Yeah, but, like, the span <laughs> of, like, John Q, Man of Fire, like, all these movies is, like, bam, 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 like, all great movies. Yeah. So it's, like, hard yeah, to fucking true. pick. 
Um, so my number three is the equalizer. Uh, I just fucking love this movie. Like this is the grittiness of it. Like kind of reminds me of like, kind of like John wick <laughs> kind of yeah. a bit. That's true. And uh, I think it brought back. Was this the girl that was in man on fire? Uh, no, because no. Man on Fire is um, Dakota Fanning. Right. This was uh, as a kid. Um, the Equalizer was Chloe Grace. Martin, that's it. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she hasn't she hasn't returned in this in the sequel either. Like a totally different story. That's surprising. Yeah. But I was just surprised of how fucking gory and like the greatness of this movie. Like you would never expect. I don't know if I want to say that, but you just wouldn't expect like this kind of movie from uh, Denzel, like no, like exactly. as an older Denzel, yeah, like maybe back in like the early two thousands or whatever, you would expect this kind of movie from him, but not when he's like older. No, that's yeah, very true. And like you said, like it it almost has that John Wick sort of feel to it. Like he's just completely badass in this movie. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so that's my number three. Cool. Uh, my number three is one we've talked about a couple times already now, but uh, Man on Fire. Okay. Um, like I said, with it and Deja Vu, I swapped between these two constantly for a couple of years. I was like, I watched them both so much back then, yeah. whenever they first came out. Um, but yeah, I, it's one I haven't watched in a while, and I really, I really do want to get back. And I know I need to watch a bunch of these old Denzel movies. All right, number two. My number two is American Gangster. Nice. Um, yeah, this was kind of like the, uh, I don't know how to say this, like reinitialization of like gangster movies, kind of. Yeah. Because like, I think this came out around the same time, maybe like Sopranos was just like kind of ending, I think. Like a, uh, yeah, right? I think it, it might have been around there. So like it kind of like revitalized like the gangster, I don't know, movies. Yeah. Because like this movie stands out with like uh, Scarface to me. And like I really like um, what's the one with uh, Tom Hardy and uh, Shia. Um, Shia LaBeouf. That one called? Do you remember? Oh, um, fuck, Lawless. Yeah, yeah, Lawless. Like, kind of like has that feel of like a once in a decade movie that comes out. Yeah, I think there's a pretty stacked cast from what I remember too. Yeah, it's him and Russell Crowe. And yeah, yeah, exactly. The thing I didn't like about this one, and like, I'm not taking away from the movie. It's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. It's long. It was really, really long. Very long. Yeah. It's almost three hours. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's the same with Scarface. Like, I think Scarface is like two and a half hours. Yeah, Scarface is really long, too. But, yeah. Um, I think it's a great, great movie. What's uh, your number two? My number two is John Q. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> um, I love this movie. Like, this is, in my opinion, this is like, one of Denzel's best acting roles. I think, like, yeah, I think I have to revisit it. And I think once I do, it will probably like knock out one of the top five movies. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, like, there's no action in this movie. It's it's like a father trying to get the help for his son that his son needs to survive. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, a little bit of action. But, I mean, it's not like any of these other movies where it's just, like, fucking balls to the wall yeah. action through the whole movie. Like, when I was, like, searching up his movies, <clears throat> I saw, I, like, I kept remembering there was some movie of him in a hospital. And I was like, fuck, yeah. I can't forget. And I, like, was reading the synopsis of some of them. It's like, okay, John Q., it's like okay, he takes a hospital hostage to like help his son. I was like, "Fuck, that was it." Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a really, really, really good movie. It is, yeah, from what I remember. And our number one, I know we both had the same movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no way that it doesn't make either one of our lists. No. So Training Day. Yes. This movie absolutely. is absolutely fucking perfect. Yeah, I agree, man. Like so many memes from this movie, and like. The ending of the movie you don't expect at all. And it's like mm-hmm. through the whole movie, you're like kind of cheering for Denzel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't know, spoil shit. But I mean, this movie has been out for like 25 years, but um, yeah, like everyone turns on Denzel in the end and it's like, fuck yeah. And like Ethan Hawke is like super young in this too. Yeah. It's a fucking great movie. <laughs> I don't think I have one bad thing to say about this movie. No, not me either. Some of the lines that are in it are fucking so quotable. Yeah, yeah. And like the one one line we can't really quote, but it's fucking epic. Yeah. Okay, so that was The Bone Collector, uh, our favorite movie from 1999. Yep, um, our favorite movie can't wait we've to done watch it so again. far in our, uh, our podcast. Yep. Definitely. (laughs) Um, Like we said, Tori, thank you so much for giving us a movie. Um, But uh, we had a lot of fun talking about it. Yeah, we did. Definitely. Just not a lot of fun watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like I said before, I know what her next one's going to be if she, uh, if she does put in another one and it's definitely a much better movie that, uh, that we'll definitely enjoy. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. So like we talked about in our last episode, uh, our buddy Josh, who is ironically enough Tori's husband, um, he sent us a little bit of money because he wants us to do this movie so bad. Yeah, uh, it's the first horror movie he ever watched. He said, "Yeah, scared the shit out of him as a kid." Um, I've never heard of it. You've never heard of it. No. I don't even know if we're going to be able to find it anywhere to watch it. I know, <laughs> but we'll try our best. And uh, that's the Saint Francisville Experiment. Yeah. Um, it honestly looks like a made-for-TV, low-budget horror movie. Um, I haven't looked at trailers or anything no, like that for it. I just kind of, like, I just looked I at the glim- reviews of it, and I kind of like wish I hadn't. But um, yeah, because it kind of seems like a Blair Witch ripoff. But oh well. Okay. Did it come out after the Blair it Witch? It did. Yeah. So everyone's saying it's like okay. a, a money grab. Okay, kind of right on the coattails. Yeah. Though. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we can have fun with that one too. But also like on the tail end of that, I don't know if you want to mention, uh, we got our Patreon started. Oh yeah. Right. Should have talked about that at the start. I never even thought. <laughs> but yeah, so we're, we finally joined the Patreon crew. Um, if you click the link in our Instagram bio, you'll find a link to that. Yeah. Uh, there's four tiers. Um, all the money goes back to the podcast. We are not pocketing this. It's literally just 
to make your listening experience the best that it can be. And uh, obviously we need a little bit of money to do that. Um, So any bit from the fans definitely helps out and we really, really appreciate it. And I guess we should probably (coughs) shout out our first and only patron so far. (laughs) And that is Josh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, thanks. Thanks Josh. You're a true friend. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I guess we'll talk uh, in a few days again. Yep. To probably record another shitty movie. Looking forward to it, pal. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. See you guys.